0: Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know, heading into this Thursday morning, May 12th. I'm Jacob Sidesi. And I'm Elliot Trito. And this is The Point from WUFT News.
1: The Justice Department has charged a former UF student with a felony for attempting to provide material support, including himself, to ISIS. New developments show that 34-year-old Mohammed Solomon tried to convert his trial judge to Islam. I spoke with Fresh Tech Florida's Malia Lydon about how Suleiman may face up to 20 years in prison and a $250,000 fine if convicted.
2: The story kind of talk, goes through and talks about how does an Alachua County resident, a former student at both the University of Florida and Santa Fe College, become accused of conspiring to help terrorists. And this story first got started when Mohammed Fathi Suleiman was charged with a felony of attempting to provide material support, including himself, to ISIS back in early 2021, back in February. And uh, when that happened, when that was released, I remember, I think if you just search his name, articles all over the United States um, picked up that story, even WCJB uh, helped cover it, but I started following it and I attended one of the first ever hearings. I wanted to kind of do a deeper dive and also connect his timeline and Um, See how his life had been throughout from the time he was born into uh, 2022 right now. Also connecting it to historical context and one of his biggest defenses in the case has been he says that he struggles with bipolar disorder, and that has been found according to federal court records. He had he does suffer from serious psychiatric problems, and that's also made it not clear when or whether he may face trial because the case has kind of been delayed until he is determined mentally um, competent to face criminal
0: charges. Can you tell us a little bit more about him and his early beginnings?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, he was born in Washington in June 1987, and then moved to Florida and attended Spruce Creek High School in Volusia County between 2002 to 2005. Um, And I've read articles about how at that time the school was considered one of the best in the country. Um, I believe one of the articles was from the Orlando Sentinel, but I couldn't be mistaken. I spoke, I found one of the people from his graduating class after finding the background of people from the yearbook and reaching out to them via email. And she said, the person that I interviewed, that there were around 2000 people in the graduating class and that everyone fit in He didn't really stand out. didn't seem like he had struggled with any mental health troubles. Um, She would, he always seemed really sweet to her. Uh, She wasn't that close to him, but they would say hi in the hallways. And she was really shocked to hear um, what he was charged with. And then after high school, he was accepted to the University of Florida. And he didn't stay there that long. He became... He began in the fall of 2005, and he only stayed one more semester before dropping out in 2006. But his whole kind of story is a little bit hazy. Uh, I found his LinkedIn, and some of the dates don't necessarily correlate with actual records. For instance, his LinkedIn account said that he attended Santa Fe College from 2011 to 2014. But when I spoke to Santa Fe College, it said he only attended from 2009 to 2014. And that conflicting information and just the gaps in history kind of make it impossible for anyone to truly know his life story with precision.
1: How long did it take for you to write this story?
2: Um, I've had a draft since uh, probably February, March of 2021, but um, it's been a continuous following of this case and updating um, different things because it wasn't until the fall of this past fall of 2021 when he first started writing a letter. He wrote a handwritten letter to the trial judge um, trying to convert him to Islam before demanding that his charges be dismissed. Um, And then he also wrote again to a judge earlier this year asking and encouraging the same thing. And this past week, Solomon's public defender, Darren Johnson, the judge urged him to help Solomon understand that communications to the judge should only go through the public defender. And so it's just been a continuous updating and following along of um, this case. And since we don't know when a trial day is gonna happen, that's kind of been like, when is this gonna get published?
0: That was Fresh Take Florida's Malia Lydon reporting on how a former UF student is accused of attempting to provide support to ISIS. Now, let's catch you up on today's top stories from around the state.
1: Electro County Jail staff will open in new policy changes following an incident in which inmate Erica Haven Thompson's baby died after being birthed in jail. WFT Sarah Bresky reports that Captain Kaylee Bell of the Sheriff's Office began drafting the new policies. Pressure continued to mount when County Commissioner Mary Helen Wheeler sent Sheriff Clovis Watson Jr. a letter in January requesting that he institute new policies to ensure the health of pregnant inmates at the county jail. An updated copy of the jail's policy includes a provision stating that pregnant arrestees must be medically cleared at a hospital before being admitted to prison. It also added the word pregnancy to a list of pertinent issues inmates should disclose to the booking officer when they arrive for processing.
0: A state judge has shot down Governor Ron DeSantis' redistricting map of North Florida's congressional districts. According to WFSU, Judge Lane Smith of the state's Second Judicial Circuit in Leon County sided with civil rights groups seeking a redrawing after a nearly four-hour hearing on Wednesday. Smith ruled that the map is unconstitutional for its elimination of a district designed to allow African-American voters to elect a candidate of their choice. Smith's formal order blocking the MAPS use starting in this year's midterm elections is expected by the end of this week. The Florida Department of Children and Families announced Tuesday it will stop taking applications for a rent and utility assistance program for unemployed and low-income residents. According to the News Service of Florida, the Opportunities for Utility and Rental Assistance Program, which launched last year, will only be accepting applications through Thursday.
1: Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest Florida stories in your inbox every morning, Monday through Friday, at 8 a.m. Visit WFT.org for more information. I'm Elliot Tritto And I'm Jacob Sidesi. And you've been listening to The Point from WFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Thursday.